What's up, family? This is your boy, Jimmy Doe, and she vanished from the front of my screen. <laughs> we, I think we lost her internet or something. Something happened. My guess will pop up shortly, but now we are recording, so we can't. there's no stopping at this point. Hey. Hello again. I don't know. Hello again. It just, it just logged me out. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, it, it, it happens. It happens. It happens. Um, this your boy Jimmy Doe. This is a Dream Big podcast. On today's show, I think this is episode. We're not gonna put no number. This is season two, episode whatever number this is. <laughs> and on today's show, we have Lisa Marie. Mm-hmm. Ah, Lisa Marie. I got it right that time. Yeah, you got it got right that, that time. Got it right. My whole Got life, right. call me uh, Lisa Marie, Lisa Marie. I answered to both, I promise. Lisa Marie. Mm-hmm. Got you, got you, got you, got you. Uh, owner and operator of Lux Life Miami. She's going to tell us a little bit about that. And also the owner and operator of GM Capital Services, um, which she's going to get into for those that's looking for some business development, uh, some creativity in your business. She's definitely the one for that. And as far as Lux Life, if I'm understanding it right, you in the car and yacht rental space? Um, yes. Yeah, so, and it's actually, um, it's in the mix of the car rentals, the luxury car rentals and sales and yacht charters and yacht sales as well. So. Okay. 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 So, people, listen, Marie. Hello. <laughs> um, uh, so go ahead, introduce yourself and, and give me a little backstory. Tell the people who you are. Um, well, my name is Jalissa. Um, I go by Lisa Marie, Lisa Marie, whichever one is fine. My whole life, I've been getting both. I answer to both. That's actually a childhood nickname that, you know, I grew into as an adult. Um, but pretty much I come from, my background is sales mostly. Um, and then sales kind of led me into a bunch of other, you know, avenues. Um, and I just go with the flow when it comes to business. Um, anything that I see revenue in, I try to dibble and dabble, you know, in the mix of that. And if I don't know it, I try to learn it. But um, as of right now, as you know, you stated, um, looks like Miami, um, we're in Miami, of course. Um, we specialize in luxury rentals, even comfortable rentals, um, I would say. Um, okay. Yacht charters, like just the whole Miami experience, actually, because I even have access to like club packages for those, you know, for the uh, out of towners that want to come and, and enjoy the nightlife, but, you know, they don't know who to contact about sections or they don't want to, you know, purchase overpriced sections, all that good stuff. Um, and then on the other I side, okay. on the other side, I have a company called GM Capital Services where um, it mainly um main focus is business development um and that goes for business credit uh business funding um helping you create your business plan like anything to do all things business is what that company is actually for um and yeah nice 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 and so um i know i've been knowing you for a while now at least Mm -hmm. five plus years for for sure And you've always been in the uh, automobile industry, Mm -hmm. uh, especially in car sales. Mm -hmm. And so tell me, how did that influence you going into starting your own private luxury rental uh, car, you know, car rentals? Good question. Great question, actually. Um, So basically, uh, 
naturally, I, like you said, we met at, while I was at the dealership. Um, and I became a connection for anyone on the south side of Atlanta that wanted a vehicle. Um, Dodge, Jeep, Chrysler was mainly what I sold, but I also had access to a large inventory of used vehicles as well. And we also did dealer trades, so pretty much anything that you were looking for, I could always find it for you. Um, so that's how I became like known in the car world, because um, I just pushed myself and then, you know, word of mouth, referrals, all that good stuff. Um, and then I, I started, like, um, I discovered uh, an auto broker being like what it like what it, in, it involved to be an auto broker and then the more I dug into it the more I'm like hmm, I'm pretty much doing the same thing except for I'm sacrificing my time I'm giving them a percentage of my money and you know all that good stuff and I just left like I had all the you know I had the pipeline people my phone never stopped ringing I still got text messages um so I pretty much worked out uh deals with the, the dealership that I was actually working for and uh, other dealerships as far as me sending them business and then paying me for it uh, more than just an, a bird dog which is a referral fee um, of course naturally gotcha. I wanted more because a bird dog is usually like 100 to 200 dollars but my uh, smallest fee was 500 you know I wanted it to actually you know be able to pay bills and, and be worth my time and that just led me into a whole different avenue of, of people who weren't trying to buy cars or couldn't buy cars and they wanted to just rent them mm. for a couple days a couple days maybe a couple weeks short-term lease and that's honestly how i got into the car business as far as rentals go nice 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 <laughs> and so i remember i asked you a while back um maybe sometime last year and i asked you about toro and you mm -hmm. said oh no no toro we don't do toro over here no and no, so no. Tell me, tell me for, for someone trying to get into this space, it's like people trying to get into real estate mm -hmm. and they go to Airbnb route, right? Mm -hmm. Thinking that's a, which is not a bad route, but they no. just, that's like the quick instant route. And, and, um, and a lot of people either. that go into, yeah, and some people I know go into the Toro space. Um, what made you say, we're not going to put our vehicles on Toro, we're going to keep it all private? Um, because for one, like, it's so much competition on Toro because, you know, it's a, a hot thing, you know, thing to do. Um, the competition on there is crazy. So the the rates on there are ridiculous. Like as far as the daily rate, God. like I, I'm like, no, especially when I'm, I'm already uh, generating revenue off of my prices. Like I would honestly like take losses putting my cars on to Toro. Um, and and that's simply because I already have the pipeline. I already had the pipeline. So I never had to, you know, get started that way. And I already knew the other side. Like if you're just getting into the car business and you only know, know Toro, of course it's great. You can make great money on Toro as well, but you definitely okay. want to explore okay. the other avenues as well, especially once you, your business starts expanding, especially if it's expanding on Toro. Imagine what you'll do outside of Toro. Um, but gotcha. yeah, the prices was just ridiculously too low, like too cheap. Gotcha, gotcha. So once you saw the broker side of the business, you knew that was the side you wanted to be on. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Was the broker side. Yeah, I didn't gotcha, like sacrificing gotcha. my time, you know? I don't like, okay, you know, okay. I like to, I like my own, my name on the checks. Like I don't want my checks coming from another organization unless it's a, finder's fee or you know referral fee like you know 
Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay. And so uh, I'm going to spin in a different direction. This is normally the first question I ask, but I just wanted to kind of get some backstory and let the people know sort of what you do in one space. And then we'll start talking about the business development space and everything that you offer from funding and things of that nature. Um, But for everything that you're doing right now, if you look at your life today, would you say you're living your dream life? Is this the life you dreamed of? A hundred percent. And honestly, like I could have, I couldn't have even dreamed of this because I didn't know it existed. You know, honestly, Mm. um, I come from a working family, you know, nothing wrong with that. But all of my family, you know, we were, uh, we were raised to, you know, get an education or get a good job, either one, maybe both. Um, we didn't have too many entrepreneurs. The closest thing to an entrepreneur actually was my grandmother, um, she was she ended up getting in the trucking business and she that was like the closest thing to entrepreneurship and that wowed me as well i'm like wow you make this much and then you know you get to you know approve or decline a load like you know that was the closest that i got to it so i did get a glimpse of somewhat of being able to control you know the narrative um but other than mm-hmm. that like, I, I had no idea it existed until i actually got in into the motions of making it happen Nice, nice, nice. And so talk to me, like, share some light on what it is to be an entrepreneur, to be a mom, to be a wife. Like, you're wearing so many different hats. How do you balance it all? Um, That is, like, the number one question. And, like, my answer is, honestly, like, you have to... Honestly, the only way that I'm able to balance it is to always pour into myself first. Um, Mm. I can't pour into my children I can't pour into my spouse like I can't pour into my business if I'm not you know together here um and I will preach that to anyone that will listen like I I had to learn how to manage my thoughts you know organize my thoughts um and my focus as well um but I I I um wear the hat with the crown I would say I wear the crown with honor to be honest with you like that's my purpose like you know that's what keeps me going that's what uh, keeps me ambitious. That's what keeps me hungry. Like that's what keeps me wanting more, honestly. So absolutely, it's, it's just nice. love. Nice, 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 nice. Um, and so speaking of that, how do you like? Do you have a daily practice that you do, a routine mm-hmm. that you kind of have in place just to kind of keep you on track, keep you know, sure, hold yourself accountable? Sure. Definitely. Um, I am. I have turned into, I don't like to say gym rat because it sounds kind of like, you know, obnoxious to me a little bit, but um, I have to get my body in motion. I have to get in the gym. I have to start, I I start my day honestly with the word of God. Like I honestly will listen to, you know, a good motivational speech or a good, whatever the case may be. Um, And I live on the water. Well, I I don't want to, you know, to show you everything, but I, I live like right by the water, so I start my day in the morning with a cup of tea or a cup of coffee on my balcony, gathering my thoughts. I might even say a prayer while I'm out there, get a nice. little word in, and I go straight to the gym or I go for a, a, a walk, a nice walk, a feel, like you know, nice nature walk. Um, and then after that, nice. you know, everything falls into place. I get some work done, nice. I cook, you know whatever the task of the day may be because as an entrepreneur honestly my schedule kind of changes a lot but I make sure that my morning starts the same every day 
Um, I get up gotcha. at what, what, what seven. time do you so get up? What's the earliest you get I up? I get up. I want my goal is to, to get up at six, but I automatically get up at seven um, to get my kid ready for school and all that good stuff. And once I'm up, I'm up. So, you know, that's where I'm at with the the timing. Nice, nice. Okay, okay. Um, let's take it back to the automobile industry. What's what's something that you've seen happen? in that industry um, hmm. that you wanted to change when you started your business? I, yeah, no, there's definitely something. Um, Is there anything? I wanted, I, I got into the car business because I like helping people, like, genuinely. Um, and most salespeople, they're in it for the money. Of course, that's how I make my living. That's how I pay my bills as well. But I promise you, I was like, first of all, when I got into the car business, I was the only female at the company that I was working for, at the dealership that I was working for, that they hired in 12 years. That was me and one other lady there working at the time. And she was like uh, in her 50s, 50, late 40s, you know, 50s. So she had been there for a good minute. Um, so mm. that alone like was a, a, a game changer, you know, for me. Like I had to go in there with a whole different mentality, a different mindset because it was male dominated. But, uh, I don't want to tap it because it hung up last time. Um, but what? I'm sorry. What, what, what was I saying? Um, you were saying how when you started at um, your last company, it was only two women there, and so that mm-hmm. motivated you because mm-hmm. the industry is yeah, predominantly so, male. Um, uh, is male dominant. Once I. Uh, Got in. You asked me what what was something I wanted to change. Yeah, sorry. Um, sorry, sorry. So one, yeah, so I was actually. I don't want it. I don't want it to like end in the yep. middle of the conversation. No, that's but all long good. story all short, good. um, one thing that I wanted to change was that people looked at salespeople as vultures. You know what I'm saying? Like they there was no trust. Like they thought everything you said was a lie. Mm. Uh, and and a lot of the times that is the case. Like just to be a hundred percent honest with you, but I was that salesperson at the desk like hey talking to my GM the general manager I always took like the cases where the people actually needed the vehicle like they needed help this they don't have a car to go to work like or whatever the case may be I was always the person at the desk like pleading their life stories to my boss like you have to make this happen make a phone call like do something make it happen you know um so I just wanted to change the narrative that all salespeople are not vultures. Like some of us mm. genuinely like helping people, and I, I am still that person. You know, um, of course I like money too, but if I can help someone that is actually in need, I'm gonna do everything I can. Thank you. Hmm. I like that. I like that. Um, and, and so, a question I always was curious about: Why wouldn't you go get a vehicle, right? nine times out of ten the salesperson doesn't know their numbers what is that about that particular retail system the way car dealerships are set up that the salespeople never know the finance but it's one of those Uh, is it designed that way like what is that about you're gonna get it and you got it Uh, but that is pretty much (laughs) sadly either the salesperson not taking out the time to become familiar with you know how the numbers work 
um, or just not ever being taught and just being a salesperson, a good, um, but that's mainly the, the higher authority, um, being able to control the deal because mind you, just as much as, you know, we get our commission from you, our bosses get their commission off of our work as well. So if they can, uh, maneuver, you know, a way for the salesperson not to understand that this is supposed to be a $10,000 back end uh, deal. If, if they can go without you understanding that and give you 5,000 on the back end for that, then you, you see what I'm saying? So that's like, they kind of get into a sticky conversation, <laughs> but that's the higher up. Mm. And that's not something they train you. They don't teach you the numbers. They teach you how to sell. Like, you know, how, how uh. it, it has actually training has nothing to do with numbers at all. Like they don't go over that part with you at all. As far as how to break the deal down. Um, they just want you to be able to get the person to, you know, sign to be honest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Want that car. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, do you ever have anyone that wants to like come in and work with you, like just see what you do, they like what you do, and oh, yeah, you know they have absolutely. a passion for the the car industry and want to like, hey, how can I be a part of what you're doing? How can I learn from you? Um, and what will be what will be you Number know two one, things you would teach that person, like the two things they stuff. should know starting like, going in if you, you want to be a, car, know, a good car salesman. You have to be able to answer those questions. Uh, and, and those product questions like you, whatever it is that you're selling like know what you're selling like, don't be in there like oh I don't know um, if anything your your response to a question that you don't know is let me fi- let me find out for you you understand what I'm saying like because some people just get into that business and they don't have a clue like you said numbers and not knowing about the product you ask, ask them a simple is it four cylinder or six cylinder they have no idea you know what I'm saying like you have to be knowledgeable you, you, you definitely have to be knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. Know your product for sure. Uh, actually, my phone walk it in. Um, uh, but um, <laughs> know your product. Second, uh, I would say, hmm, and I would say. Oh, that's all good. <laughs> that's a good yeah. one. Be confident in yourself. And, and, and speak and speaking with you definitely got to be confident in any approach that you do um, mm-hmm. but you know like you said one of those things is knowing your numbers I think if you know your numbers well enough for sure you, like whatever lane it is knowing your product in, then you're like able my to thing make is, that deal follow through with objection. anything that you're doing especially like I study, trying like, to move no matter what a product I'm like selling, a car. what service what product like I study objections more than anything because that's that's going to be more crucial to the sale than anything like Mm -hmm. but if uh, you know customers like oh i want to do this but oh i can't but like no i have a answer for every but and what what if like you know what i'm saying you have to be prepared for objection that will be my second for sure like be be prepared for an objection Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice, nice. I like that. I like that. I like that. Um, 
Okay, so now let's okay. get into the GM Capital Services. Let's talk about how you can, you know, how, how are you helping these people turn these people around so they can turn around and be able to buy a car? Um, and also in the business development side. So tell me, tell me more, you know, get into detail. Okay, I so guess first the first all, question in that um, space would with be your business, um, business how do you help credit, someone get their about. credit together uh, to so have their business, business credit, credit right? Your, the two crucial things are going to be age and history how how long have you been have you had mm-hmm. this business and, and and this how long have you had the um but your history as well um accounts uh loans like whatever the case may be and if you don't have any you can still come to see me because i have a solution for that as well if you have a new business or if it's a couple years old and you just never did anything with it i do offer business trade lines which you would be able to inherit history and age you, you see where I'm going with this um, that's what the bank like you see like, and that's what personal and on the business side okay. honestly but what GM Capital does is we provide like a, a, a variety of services for even for people who don't have a business at all because simply they gotcha. you know it's gotcha. easy these days you can get on YouTube University and do and figure out how to do anything it's just most, most people most people are not going, going to do that they're not actually going to do that um and that's where we come in at as well. Like uh, as far as the foundation of the business, making sure you get the formation of the business is correct. <laughs> Do you have a real business address or are you using your mom's address? Yeah. Which is why the banks are gonna decline you every single time. You see what I'm saying? Do you have a business email or are you you using a business, uh, are you using a Gmail? Like the banks are gonna decline you every single time. So it's literally a checklist that banks look for for credit. Yeah, credit cards and funding gotcha. and if you don't have everything on that checklist then you're it's an automatic decline and my job is to um, acknowledge what those things are and, and and pass it on to my clients you see um, and then I also help them mm. I know the banks and, and the companies to go to to get them funded for whatever specific if it's a uh, it's a machine if they need the machines for a cleaning business or whatever the case may be i can get you funded you know um and so it just became like like i said my my thing has always been objections which is why i have multiple businesses because every business that i have started from a problem that a a client had you you see what i'm saying like as far as i got into business credit because I help people build businesses in the next thing. Exactly. And and they want business funding, but they have no idea what, what the curriculum that you need to have mm-hmm. like to be able to get approved for that. So I just honestly, all of the objections. A lot of people don't know about. The yeah. obstacles that yeah. my clients who are service. Like I, I am the problem solver. Like I solve people's problems. And I get things done. Gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. Well, what do you see as the, the most, your, your, common problem that most people are having when they come to you and it's like hey girl I need your help what is that common problem that they all facing rather person rather it be personal or business you know development honestly they don't they just don't know how they don't know where to start hmm. and they just don't understand the process you know like people just don't know it's just it's just information it's just knowledge that people just don't have. Like no one ever told them. They never thought to look into it or they don't know what to ask 
to get the answer to the questions that they have. You know what I'm, I mean? Gotcha. Um, so that's that's pretty much what I see daily. Like people just don't have the Not knowledge. Not knowing where so. to start. It's just why now? Exactly. Now I sell the knowledge. I sell the service. All of that. Nice, nice. One stop shop. Nice, nice. That's what's up. That's what's up. You definitely been someone who's been on top of their business as long as I've known you. Um, you're always striving you. for more. Like there's, there's more behind this curtain. Like you can't tell me this is it. And so. That's what's up. That's what's up. And, and that's encouraging to, to, to young women out there because, you don't. it paints a different perspective from you feeling like you got to be married into money or you have to, um, you know, be a trust fund baby or some or, you know, whatever you have to didn't know this, you can actually earn your keep and still do it in class. Yeah. And so that's dope. Absolutely. Um, and so something that I do see on your gram, you, you be out, you be in the mix, you be you be out here. Um, seems like you're always at the right place at the right time. Talk about how important it is to network. And after that, I got a second question in the same space. So go ahead. How, how important it is to network. 